Welcome to the Float Your Boat podcast about how everyday people created their road to success. The highs, the lows, pitfalls and potholes and how they overcame it all. And now, here are your hosts. Welcome to episode three. We're really hitting our strides right now. And my name is George Sabados and you are? Um... I think I'm Brett Pattinson, George. Well, you look like Brett Pattinson. You haven't changed since last week. And we're, um, we're going to talk to you about, about a wonderful lady who happens to be uh, um, related to Brett in, in many ways. Uh, Brett, tell me about, a little bit about Lee Holmes. Lee Holmes is a guru of all things heal your gut. So she started... Um, well, actually, I don't know when she started, but she's had many, uh, quite a few books now about how to heal your gut. So if you have uh, gut issues, so stomach issues, small, you know, intestine, that sort of thing, Lee is the person that can help you on the road to recovery via natural health, I yeah. guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, she seems like uh, the the the, the ar- archetypical um, uh, Bondi type, but nonetheless, nonetheless, I did a bit of research on her, and I and 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 it's interesting because just the other day I was listening to a podcast. It's what what I do, you know, just to while away my spare time, the time that I don't have. But in this podcast, the fellow was a, it was a doctor, an eminent doctor, and he was talking about all the advancements in um, understanding the human immune system and um there are actually three systems you wouldn't know it would you i mean years ago when we went to school many many years ago we only doctors only thought there was one immune system now they discovered three and by far the biggest in terms of mileage if you if they were to lay it out flat uh in terms of surface area and just lay it out in a line is is the the gut that is an immune system uh, for 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 the human body and and an integral part to health. So I noticed that uh, Lee <coughs> Lee Holmes um, she 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 does uh, focus very much on on healing your gut. I mean I, I understand that she I mean she she'll she'll be better at explaining it, but I understand she had some health issues and she created um, superchargedfood.com. Hmm. She's written, quite a, she's written quite a number of books. I don't know if you've, um, you've had a look at her website, but it's quite a number of books. She's quite prolific. Actually, if you look at the Heal Your Gut for Kids book, my daughter, Billy, mm-hmm. is on the front cover. Is that right? Yeah. Now, is that right? I, I tell you, she's, she's done well. I mean, she's, uh, she's a healthy... She won... She was a winner of um, a, a blog award um, titled Health Influencer for 2013. That's, that's an amazing accolade. It is. Uh, it is indeed. And Yeah, and she's, she's definitely a leader in her field, there's oh, no yeah. doubt. And, and I think that um, we want to talk to her about partly about what she does, but more precisely, I guess, we're going to talk to her about how her business. She started doing this for herself. Hmm. And it turned into a business, and now it's a bit of a juggernaut. I know she's um, she's currently trying to move into the US, um, where her books are going to be released. So I think we want to talk to her about how that all happened. Well, she's it'll be interesting because if you think about it, oftentimes businesses work 
because of passion, don't they? They do. And they do. and I think Lee has a. She is an authentic person. She's authentic about what she does. I mean, you and I might make some gluten-free jokes here and there um, <laughs> at, because we live in the eastern suburbs, so everybody, oh, every second person. Well, everyone's a vegetarian for a start. Look, my wife works in the canteen at our local school mm-hmm. and, um, as I call them, the gluten-free Nazis often um, come and... You can't uh, say that in the eastern suburbs, can you? No, that's true, actually. I, I, <laughs> Take as soon that as back. I, as soon as I said that, I thought, oh, I better retract that. Um, <clears throat> no, no retracting on this show. We're irreverent and that's the way it goes. Yeah. Like us or hate us, that's the way we are on Float Your Boat. But I think... Um, the best thing to do, George, is to get Lee in to the studio in a few minutes and find out her story. Oh, I think I think I can hear her coming in, George. So let me just go get her. I'll just open okay, the George. door. Okay, George. Oh, God, these doors are very heavy, aren't they? Come on, George. We oh. haven't got all day. Oh, hello, Lee. Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm really well. How are you? Oh, good to, good to see you. Yeah, good to see you guys too. <sighs> yeah, we're... We're uh, excited that you've come in because oh. we don't often get people in the studio. Oh, thanks for having me. I When I heard about what you were doing, it just sounded so interesting and I just wanted to be involved. So thank you for asking me. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I'm going to stop for a minute, Lee, because... Yeah, I, I've, got a, I've got a great question for you. I mean, one of your... One of your um, I was doing a bit of internet research on you, yeah, and I noticed that Heal Your Gut keeps popping up. Uh, I have a question for you. Can you heal his gut? Yes, I, I mean absolutely. It, well, it's pretty it, big. Well, well, it's not <laughs> Thanks, that bad. George. It's, it's not too bad. I mean, anyone can really start to heal their gut with the right kind of diet and the right kind of practices that they do. Yes, so I, yeah. I really believe in in gut health and how important it is for overall health. Right, right. So I guess I guess uh, without being too flippant, beer doesn't help. Uh, well, beer's good in moderation, but too much beer, obviously, you can get a bit of a beer belly, especially men start to get a beer belly when they get into their 40s and sort of, you know, older than that. So, Well, just taking one look at Brett, that's not Brett. That's not <laughs> I'm, Brett. In, I'm in my 50s. He's in his prime. He's in his prime. <laughs> He's in his prime. I actually, yeah, it, it definitely has an effect from that point of view. Mm. I think as you get older, you start to sort of, yeah, when, you're, when you do drink a lot of beer, you do start to develop, you know, the, the big belly. Mm. As a guy, yes. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let my wife listen to this podcast, okay? Because she'll say she's right. She's right, George. She's right. <laughs> she will indeed. And so will my wife. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, Lee, question for you. Okay, so how did it come about? How did your profession come about? What you're into? What floats your boat? Yeah, it's really interesting, actually, because previously, when I was younger, I studied food and nutrition, and I went to cooking school. And then I went to work at the ABC, and I did absolutely nothing to do. I was working in the music industry. It had nothing to do with food and nutrition. You're in the music industry? Yeah, really? yeah. So I worked. I looked after the Wiggles and Bananas in no. Pajamas. I was head of kids' music over at the ABC. So we took the Wiggles <laughs> from Madison Square, from, you know, um, sorry, um, Balmain RSL to Madison Square Garden with their albums and video clips and they did touring and it was really fun. So I worked in a sort of um, a role where I was producing all those CDs and marketing wow. them and selling them and wow, that's signing funny. new you artists. Fewer than two degrees of separation here. Yeah, because, could tell you. because the Field Brothers are good friends of mine. Yeah, they're great yeah. to work with. Lovely, yeah. lovely Tony's guys. A great guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I've known them for many years and in fact, we're going to try and get Tony in here at some point to talk 
about what floats his boat. I yeah, guess. that's a good idea. And yeah. Paul is also very Paul's great. behind. Yeah. He's the manager of the yeah. Wiggles, so he's very much behind yeah. um, everything. But they won't be allowed the in unless they wear their coloured shirts. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. No, the we'll skivvies. have to wear our skivvies. Our skivvies. You'll have to get your own colour. Skiv- They're like more like tents, right? <laughs> and our clown shoes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like maroon and green. <laughs> so, so anyway, back yeah, to your so, story. So I was working at the ABC. I was a single parent at the time, and I remember waking up one day and I literally could not get out of bed. So I woke up and I was exhausted. I was tired and I felt like I hadn't slept. I had chronic fatigue. And I started noticing that my hair was falling out in clumps upon the pillow. I had hives covering my whole body. And I was just generally exhausted. My gut wasn't working properly. But as you do as a single parent, you just keep on pushing yourself. And I kept on going into work until one day I had a monumental crash and I had to go to the doctors. And I went to the doctors and I went through what I found to be a very complex medical system in Sydney. I I went from doctor to doctor, scan to scan, more clumps of hair, more needles, until eventually about a year later I was diagnosed with an autoimmune issue, a non-specific one, and fibromyalgia, which is a an arthritic type condition where you wake up in the morning and you feel like a 90 year old woman you're really stiff and your joints are stiff and you can't move and so from there I spoke to my doctors they put me on a concoction of drugs so they put me on steroids immunosuppressants anti-inflammatories 20 pills a day I was taking and the problem for me at that time was that the side effects of the medication were worse than the symptoms of the autoimmune and the fibromyalgia and the arthritis. And so for me, I was just in a blur for about six months. And so I said to my doctors, do you think it could be diet related? Because I did notice that when I ate certain things, like when I ate had too much sugar, when I had too much bread and gluten and things like that, my tummy would ache. When I had too much sugar, my hives would itch. I'd get really itchy. And they said, absolutely nothing to do with diet whatsoever. Um, keep on eating this hospital food, which, might I add, was like two pieces of stale white bread, some plastic cheese, some plastic ham, those revolting desserts course, that you get, yeah. you know, hospital food. Like a typical school um, lunch. <laughs> yes, like a typical school lunch, absolutely. Um, so from there, I did a deal with my doctors and I said, look, if I change my diet a little bit and I start to see improvements, can I wean myself off the medication? And that's what we did. We went on a plan and we did that. I worked together with my doctors and... I started to um, omit a few ingredients from my diet. So I took out gluten, I took out wheat, I took out yeast. At the time, I took out dairy. I have it now. Uh, Yeah, I took out sugar. Like, I cut down on sugar as well. And I noticed within the space of about a month, my tummy issues cleared up, my skin cleared up, my hair started to grow back, my energy started to come back. So from there, I'd been out to see a movie called Julie and Julia. Have you seen that movie? It's about a a blogger who sort of cooks her way through Julia Childs' cookbook. And blogging was just starting to take off. It was about six or seven years ago. And I was like, I really want to be that girl. I really want to do a blog and and reach more people with my recipes because I'd started concocting these recipes, these very simple, easy recipes. And so I did that. And it was quite amazing that we started to build a real community around food and around gluten-free and around my recipes. And people from all over the world were contacting me saying, That was my story. I was on steroids. I blew up like the Michelin man. Mm. The same thing happened to me. I've got Crohn's. I've got celiacs. I've got diabetes. I've got all of these number of things, you know, all taking steroids for it and all saw improvements with just slight changes to their diet. So that kind of propelled me to keep on going. And because I'd worked at ABC, I was used to writing pitches. And so I wrote a pitch to a publisher thinking, I'll just put this in and see what happens. And then six publishers came back to me with a deal on the table saying, we haven't got many gluten-free cookbooks. We'd really love you to write one. And so I wrote my first book, and that became an international number one bestseller. Your, your wow. first, f- first yeah. book was 
was uh, titled? Supercharged Food, Eat Your Way to Good Health. And that was kind of where I talk about um, ingredients and really talk about how to clean out your pantry, how to clean up your dietary act, so to speak, and just how to use food as medicine. So for me, what I was doing was instead of taking a lot of antibiotics, I was using garlic as a natural antibiotic. And instead of anti-inflammatories, I'd use turmeric more in my recipes. So I was kind of supplementing the medication with foods at the right time. And, and yeah, I found it really made a great difference. And it was a more natural, it takes longer, but it was a, a more natural approach. You see, the medication for me was just treating the symptoms. It wasn't getting to the core of the autoimmune issue. And I found that having an anti-inflammatory diet as well with good fats and good anti-inflammatory foods, lots of veggies and those kinds of things. I'm not a vegetarian, by the way. I'm a flexitarian. But those things all together really helped. And then another part of that puzzle, it wasn't just about food. It was also about my whole lifestyle. Because working in the music industry, I wouldn't sleep much. There was a very busy job. I was out a lot. And so I wasn't really looking after myself. I thought I was really healthy. I was eating lean cuisine and, you know, those artificial sugars and cans of Serena tuna thinking, you know, wow, I'm so healthy, but I really wasn't that healthy. And so it made me look at my life in a different perspective, in a holistic kind of way and change. And that's kind of how I started blogging. I think, uh, um, you know, your your story is really... um, um a result of a, a great awakening that's happening globally. I mean, we've we've reached a point, probably in human history, where where there's uh, there's starting to be a rejection of of things like Western medicine that only treats symptoms, that mm. don't treat causes, and mm. uh, this this understanding that um, the diet really is intrinsically linked to a lot of uh, ailments that that people um, experience and. And yet Western medicine and doctors are not up to speed with that purely because in some ways they can't make money out of that, Mm. can they? I feel like now though a lot of doctors are turning around and saying and using complementary medicine and and, um, better sort of um, practices like acupuncture and other holistic practices, they're actually um, referring you to those people as well. So I feel like Mm. they are coming around. Like before they used to, I think they used to study 22 hours of nutrition throughout their whole medical degree, which is Mm. not enough. But now they're really looking at the importance of food as well. And so they're looking at it holistically. And I'm not against Western medicine at all. I think it has its place. Like I think some drugs, like steroids are life-saving for many people. So yeah. I'm not against it. I'm just about trying to find natural ways, if you can, to deal with your symptoms, you know. So do you think, like this is your whole life. Yeah. So preparing the food, living that lifestyle is a part of your business. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's achievable for somebody that's in a high-pressured business stressful situation to achieve good health the way you have? And someone who's time I poor. Think, yeah, I think for me, because I was a single parent at the time and I was still working for part of it as well. So I was working full time and then I cut back on, I was working part time when I was really sick. Uh, and so for me, because my recipes are so simple and the advice that I give is very simple, I think it's achievable for most people to do it. Even if you're just having, for example, one smoothie, 
in the morning or just doing one thing that's more beneficial. Cooking one meal a week, you know, if you're not used to cooking at all, if you're always eating McDonald's, just cooking one home-cooked meal a week is better than nothing, you know. Yeah, so right. I think it's just about making small changes that work within your whole lifestyle. Mm. And I think with those high-pressure jobs, stress is the one thing that is so detrimental to your health that looking at ways to de-stress, to meditate or to do yoga or exercise or do um, you know? Do more mindfulness around eating, or mindfulness in whatever you do is also they're really good tactics to employ for so, um, stress as well. So I assume that um, because this, it's now your business is now your books are now a business. Everything's a business. Mm-hmm. Do you would you say you're driven because of that? Is it because it's got bigger? I mean, how do you cope with running the business yeah i mean in the beginning i was running the business on my own and only in the last couple of years i was also still working at the time of running the business but as it grew and developed and got bigger and i wrote i've got written six or seven books mm. now so i'm just up mm, to my seventh prolific. book so so now it's it's getting really popular i have actually outsourced a lot of the work and mm. i do have products as well i have the heal your gut powder which is the number one selling gut product in australia which is going really well for people um, and I have a little earth mask and scrub, which is a skincare product as well, which is all, everything's all natural, completely mm. natural. And um, for those things, I um, outsource a lot of the production and those kinds of things. So really, I'm just managing a team of people. I do outsource a lot. But the thing that brings me the most joy is writing the recipes, developing them, writing the books and connecting with people from all over the world. So mm. that really fires me up and lights me up and gives me so much energy, you know, to keep going. And that's the part, one part of the business I absolutely really love. So have you thought about doing a heal your gut for business? Heal your gut for business. That's a good idea. Yeah, for How would that or, work? Or business, well, business just for business, for business executives, corporates, those yeah. sorts of people that that um, maybe don't have time to do a lot. Mm. So I do have an online program, which is the Heal Your Gut program, but I also have clients as a nutritionist. I do have clients who a lot of business people from all over the world, actually, that check in with me regularly and say, I was on the plane the other day and I was meditating, you know, I was really proud of myself or I went out for breakfast and I had a turmeric latte and it was really delicious, you know. So they're just making little changes and just being more aware of their lifestyle, especially because it is pretty crazy and hectic and all the travel that many international sort of business people do as well. It's right. crazy. Well, I know all the turmeric um, uh, growers and, and suppliers are very happy at the moment. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the big thing at the moment. But, uh, it is. It's wonderful. Know, I love it, though. Well, you know, given your background, you told me the other day you were part Indian. So, yes. uh, you know, turmeric and, and, and garlic, yeah. two very strong features in Indian cooking. I mean, yeah, to me uh, it comes uh, really natural to use them well, as yeah, well. Yeah, well, I was, I was going to ask whether any of your recipes are... Have, have a distinctly Indian flavour to them. Or like yeah, some of them do. Now, I do have a specific cookbook called Eat Right for Your Shape, which is based on Ayurvedic philosophy, which, right. Brett, I think you um, mm. know quite a lot about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and that is the ancient medical system of India, mm. where you're, you're eating and, and living towards your own unique constitution. Um, and a lot of those recipes have an Indian flavour. I went to study Ayurvedic medicine in India last year, and really? so I wrote the book after studying there and learned and cooking there and it was such a wonderful experience. I went to Kerala. I don't know if you've been there. Kerala South India, well. yes. 
Yeah, I go there for coffee. So, <laughs> and I go there to eat as well. Yeah, great food there. So there's a lot of sort of in that book, there is a lot of Indian kind of flavor mm. really coming through within those recipes. My, my wife often, often jokes to others that I'm the only white man to come back from India fatter. <laughs> really? How, how is that possible? George? Well, I think that the people of Kerala feed me very well. Mm. No, it is great food in Kerala. It is it's yeah. amazing, and 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 I notice. I mean, the the spices, mm. the 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 ingredients that they use are, mm. are not only you know as fresh as fresh can get, but um, but but there's there is a unique property to each one, mm. and in some ways, whether by by mistake or design. They've created a, a meals that are a concoction of goodness for for um, the body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know it's really wonderful. Although, George, when I was in India, I did notice that a lot of the Indians now are really taking to the Western diet. They love McDonald's. Oh, they know. love that kind of thing. Mm. And I spoke to my Ayurvedic teacher over there, and he said to me that people we, they have everything on their doorstep: the coconut oil, the turmeric, the oh, you know no. the cinnamon, the nutmeg, all those beautiful spices. But people wait until they get sick to go and see an Ayurvedic doctor. They don't use those foods as a preventative kind of thing. And then, you know, heart disease is really big. Diabetes is really big in India. The most growing market in India is the hospitals. More hospitals springing up in India than yes. any other country. Yes. So yeah, it was very interesting to see that where they're the home of these amazing, amazing ingredients but they're not they they want to to eat a western diet and you know it's interesting do, do processed that, food do you think that that's what um that happens a lot in australia that people wait until they get unwell before they seek you out for instance i know from my <clears throat> my past with naturopathy people would use us as the last line of defense as far as health goes they'd go everywhere else mm. and and i used to say i'm like a witch doctor mm. they come to me when when they're sick. Mm, so I, do yes. people discover you, or do you think now that's shifting and now people are discovering you right from when they're well all the way back? I think it's, for me lately, it's been from when they're sick and they've been to a lot of doctors and they've tried everything and then they think, oh, maybe it's in the gut or it's got something to do with the gut. So they'll come to me and we'll put them on a plan and they'll improve. You know, within a month they'll improve, their health will improve, their energy will get better. Um, other people are that they want to combine, say they're going through a health um, crisis, they want to combine using their medication with a healthy diet. So I speak yep. to those people as well. Um, and then the younger generation are quite really into wellness. So mm. that's really good too. So you get the really fit younger generation who want to get the recipes, the fun, you know, really healthy, nutritious recipes as well. So I think it's a broad section of people. Well, we missed a bit of uh, There was a bit of a gap there though. Like, I mean... They go to the doctor, so people generally go to their doctors, can't mm. find what they're looking for, there's no real solution for them. How do they find you? Um, well, it depends. Some people find me online. Um, some people, you know, if, if they've got gut issues, obviously they'll type in gut but and I'll come up. If but if they're not if they aware don't, of that. If they're not aware of me, I um, sometimes it's recommendation or referrals right. from other people. Sometimes mm. it's finding me online. Um, I did do a show called Shark Tank which um, last year, which created a lot more awareness around what I've been doing around the gut and the books that I've written and things like that. So that was good. A lot more people came to me then and said, you know, I think I've got gut issues. I'd really like to come and see you and talk to you about what's good to eat. Did any of the sharks come and see you? 
Um, I did get a couple of deals on the show. Um, yeah, well, they so didn't I come, did. come to you for treatment or help. Uh, no, 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 they no, didn't. No. no. Again, two degrees of separation. Yeah. Oh, how's that? Uh, well, Naomi Simpson yes. is uh, married to a friend of mine. Ah, the- yes. So she was lovely. She was on the show. She was the one that offered me a deal as well. So right. she was lovely. Yeah. I think. Uh, so, but not only do you write books, you you blog, you you. Mm. Personal advice. Quite prolific. Mm. So, There's a back lot of to the facets. business part of yeah. it. Because yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm always, see, we're both in business, but in my, in my life, I'm always time poor. I never seem to have enough time to get all the things that I need to get done, done. Mm. And I'm reasonably okay at delegating. Mm. But then I look at all the platforms that you're on mm-hmm. and the amount of output that you yeah. have. How is it that you, you juggle? All those. I mean, do you outsource a great deal? Or, or Yeah, so how I structure it is I do have um, an assistant at the moment who helps me with right. – we've just launched a product, so she helped me with the launch. We have the production side of the business with the Heal Your Gut Powder and the Earth Mask. That's all done. Um, my husband, Justin, looks after the whole production side of things, and we have people bombs. producing it. <laughs> yeah, that's where it in the warehouse. That's right. In the, in the <laughs> mixing warehouse. The <laughs> mixing, mixing the concoctions. Um, in terms of advertising, Justin and I work together on that. He works in advertising, so he, right. he sort of we, – we talk a lot about that. Social media, I've always worked in and I love, and I want to be an authentic voice on social media. So mm. I do my own social media. I don't want a millennial using all these hashtags like – Fitzbo and inspo and all of that kind of stuff. I want to be real. I want to be myself. It's me in my kitchen. I'm making these recipes. It's really me. It's what I'm doing um, at the time and I'm posting on social media. So I, I kind of like that myself. So I do take the time to do that as well. And obviously the writing of the books, what I do with that is I usually go away for a few weeks and I lock myself. I go into lockdown. It's probably like writing an album for you, Brett, like if you're doing an album or whatever. You kind of have to go into the studio, you have to go into lockdown, and you just have to write and you have to really get everything out, and that's kind of what I do. And then with the recipes, I I develop the recipes, but then I have recipe testers who help me test them. So there's a lot of help that I get on that side of things as well. That's an interesting gig, a recipe tester. How can mm. I become one of those? <laughs> You're already fat enough. <laughs> I'm trying to get away from being a recipe tester. No, but if you like tested test my everything. recipes, that barely would go. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, can yeah. I? Hold on. We better, we better, where do I apply? We better, yeah. <laughs> we better sign up. I think so. So... so if there was any piece of advice that you would give to anybody out there that might be like you, that mm-hmm. wants to 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 be maybe in your area even mm. to start a business, mm. like you know, what would what advice would you give people out there? Because you know, after all, we are a sort of a business podcast. We're not mm. really. We're, yeah. we're a bit well, of everything. But I think for me, what I what advice I would give to another person is that it really has to come from within and your your passion will shine through. Like if you're just trying to make a business with something that you think might work and you're putting a lot of strategy into it, that strategy is going to show. Mm. But if you're being yourself and there's something that you're so passionate about and you really want to get it out to the world, you just do keep on doing your thing. You don't need to shout it from the rooftops. You don't need to be a zealot about anything and say, you've got to be paleo or you've got to quit sugar or you've... You can just embody it yourself and just 
go behind the scenes. It's a lot of work. Like people think that it just happens. I think it takes five years to build a business and grow a business and and be a profitable business after five years. Mm. I think before that, there's a lot of hard work that goes into it behind the scenes that people sometimes don't really understand. So you have to be very committed to it. But if you're very committed to that passion and you're being yourself and you're, you know, you're connecting with the right people, getting a mentor is also really good. I think I've had a couple of mentors or I have a couple of mentors who help me a lot. Um, I think, yeah, that's some advice for people. And, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, you may seem like an overnight success, but as you said, it's taken a, a, a long time to get to where you are today. And there, there's been many potholes along the road. Mm. Um, uh, tell us of some, some of the some of the uh, major traumas in your life and how you managed to overcome them uh, on your journey to this point in time. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, some of the major ones are, you know, I've created some products that haven't worked and, and for reasons, one reason or another, like I love doing products. And so the first product that I created that I absolutely loved, it did work in the beginning. I was making these activated almonds and walnuts. Don't laugh. I know it sounds a bit funny, but I was making these and I was making them in my kitchen and the demand got so strong that I remember it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm pulling out a tray of dehydrated, activated almonds, just going, I can't do this anymore. And then for from there, um, I put the production into a, a company's hands because I was growing, so the production was done by someone else. And then we had all the floods. We had some floods, and almond prices just absolutely went through the roof. Um, these were all the things that I was learning when I started a business. I didn't know how to de- really how to. I knew about music, but I didn't know how to develop a product. I didn't know about margins, and I didn't know about you know economies of scale and all those kinds of things. That so it was really a big learning curve for me. So and then I was doing a muesli and I had so many expensive ingredients we just couldn't even make the margins work I was making it at home and you know so so the next product that I made I, I was like okay it's got to be small enough to post it's got to never go off so my my heal your gut powder is actually diatomaceous earth which is fossilized it's yeah. actually never ever going to go off it's a single ingredient which is just one ingredient, which is, you know, so good for your gut, really good for cleansing the body. So that's what I wanted to do, a really affordable ingredient, one ingredient that was not going to have all of the other complications around it. So when I do develop products, that's kind of what I have in my mind. But I would never have thought about that before. Before I would have been very idealistic and gone, oh, wow, I'd love to do a chocolate cake mix or I'd love to do a muesli bar or I'd love, you know. And it's some, sometimes if you're just a sole business person like me, it's very difficult to kind of learn all those things. So you have to stumble along the way. No, it's, it's something that's patently observable, even on Shark Tank, for example. Mm. People who are passionate about what they what they truly believe in, yeah, uh, but they have absolutely no understanding of the economics behind the product. Yeah, I think that's a really common thing in business. People have great ideas every mm. day. George right. and I have great ideas every day, but yeah. we, because we've been down that path so many times, mm-hmm. we can catch ourselves mm. at a point where we go, "This is just not." We yep. realistic. We yeah, park. Absolutely. We, we park so many ideas in the someday maybe file because <laughs> because you know just economically they just don't make sense or they require yep. a, a bucket load of time that we don't have or a bucket load of capital. Mm-hmm. Um, and each business and each idea has a different component. Mm. Some might be financial; it's impossible financially. Mm. Some might be. I, I've always thought that timing is a really crucial part Mm. you know you came along not 
by design, by in in a way accident because you were healing yourself. I'm absolutely an accidental and, entrepreneur. Yeah, and I think that I think that that timing was right. You know, mm. like you you were the perfect you were the perfect person in the perfect place at the perfect time, and that and you're passionate about it. I mean, I think that that's a big component of what make it makes a business work. Oh, mm, absolutely. I I've, I've tried to work on ideas um, within my industry. Um, 10 years before they actually took off and I failed dismally and now there are others who pretty much following the same idea but yeah. they're doing uproariously yeah. well because yeah, I know. Just sometimes you just peak right. too early don't too you early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. too early and it's like oh it's the, the Homer Simpson <laughs> effect it's just oh you know, it's, <laughs> well, if only I'd persevere yeah if only if only somebody told me a story the other day about a, an Australian woman that started an app mm. um quite a few years ago in Australia, which was an Australian version of Tinder. And because it was before its time, she pumped a lot of money into it. Mm. Um, But because our demographic isn't quite the same as the dating demographic in the US and the timing wasn't right, she didn't, she didn't, she lost a load of money, she closed it down. Mm. And then five years later, boom, Tinder came out. Mm. Right place, right time, right demographic. And they barely had to do anything to make it work. It's like the perfect storm, isn't it? Mm. You can have all the ele- elements and then one day... It's like working in the music industry too. You can make the best album, you can have the best musicians, all of that, but sometimes it just, just yeah, doesn't work. Correct, and then time. other times it just goes to number one and you're touring the world and it's just incredible. Well, so. as he told me many times, he's very successful band, as you know, but... Yep. Uh, the, the, in the beginning, they couldn't even play their instruments. <laughs> we, we used to. Um, we, oh, but they got there. Well, <laughs> Timing is right. In actual fact, our, um, our sax player didn't know that you could tune a saxophone for the first two years. Of- <laughs> well, and, and well, it uh, we had eight songs, and we used to play them some nights three times in one set. <laughs> but, you know, but, but we were in the right place at the right time. Yeah. We had the passion. Yeah. There's a lot of other things that go in to making any business work, Absolutely. as we all know. But there's certain ingredients that you have to have to make it work, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So so my uh, my question to you then is, uh, and it, it's pretty visible uh, over, the, over the table here, but are you passionate about what you're, uh, what you're doing? Yeah, I'm absolutely, yeah, 100% passionate about it. Can't see yourself doing anything else? No, no, I can't. I'm loving what I do and the interaction with people and just learning every day. So, yeah, absolutely loving it. So we should ask Lee how people well how to well no 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 this is our hang on Brad you're getting ahead of yourself oh, am I? Okay. this is our shameless self promotion section oh okay. shameless okay. self promotion <laughs> <laughs> we need a sound effect <laughs> there, <laughs> <don't> we? <laughs> you need some symbols yeah, so, <laughs> so 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 if, if I if, if if a stranger gets caught in the elevator with you mm-hmm. what is it that you say I mean what's your thirty second pitch what is it that people need to know about you? So I guess what I would say is, are you looking for really healthy, simple, easy recipes? Do you want to have, feel like you want need more energy? Are you looking for, um, you know, to improve your health? You can always come onto my website, superchargedfood.com. You can find reviews of products. You can find recipes on there. There's videos on there. There's books. You can have a look around, read things, read about organic, read about farming, read about shopping, reading, read about how to read a food label even. There's lots of interesting information on there. So go and have a look around, find a recipe that might inspire you, give it a go and tell me what you think. 
That's perfect. I've that was also good. got. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there anything on your list, George? <laughs> that you've missed, or that we've missed today. Well, well I've also got my social media. Should I? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So on Instagram, that. I'm yeah. Lee Supercharged, L E E Supercharged with a D on the end. Yep. And then um, Twitter is Lee Supercharged too, and Facebook is Lee Supercharged or Supercharged Food as well. We should have arranged to, for you to have a special or something for via the podcast, shouldn't we? We we haven't done that yet. Well, we haven't we haven't, but if uh, if we do, we'll post it on our website and we'll have a link back to uh, Lee's, Lee's website. Lee's yeah, website. definitely. And all they have to do is import um, float your boat somewhere and yeah. uh, and and be entitled to a discount. And then maybe we can get Lee back in. I think so. Further down the track, mm. and I think we can uh, talk about some. I other can stuff. give you five free places on my Heal Your Gut program if you like. They're well, valued at seventy nine dollars. Each so five lucky people. Um, Amazing, yeah. Thank you. If you um, like. But uh, you, did you say three, three lucky people? Because um, Brett and I are probably going to take the first two spots. <laughs> <laughs> we need three, other luck, three other lucky people. I, I, we I, need I, it. I do. <laughs> my my problem's discipline at the moment yeah, because really. it's, Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. It's hard yeah. when it's the holidays. Yeah. So yeah. Well, uh, January. Yeah, yeah January. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm going to come back felt. You won't recognise me in the new year. <laughs> <laughs> what, you're going to be bigger? No, <laughs> uh, no I plan on being fitter, fitter. <laughs> better. Right. Well, Lee, thanks heaps for coming all the way over here. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been so great to chat with you guys. Uh, I love what you're doing. It's, yeah, it's I, really I, cool. I, I must say you have this air of zen about you and, and your website is so calming. Mm. Uh, you, the, your choice of colours and oh, images you. on your website actually make have a, have a calming effect on... On, oh, well, they, they did on me. Oh, that's good. Someone else said to me the other day that I had, have a lightness of being, and I thought that was a really nice way to sum I, it up. I hope they weren't talking well, that, about the grey matter between your ears. <laughs> well, that, that, you know, Maybe they were, actually. You know, the Chinese call that shen, I think. They shen? Call it. Yeah, the, oh. the light that beams from your eyes. Yeah. I think that's shen. Yeah. I could be wrong. If you're if a listener out there that's Chinese, if I said that wrong, I'm sorry. I'm going to power up the lumens by... Doing this heal your gut program. I think you should do it, George. Okay, I will. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, Thank Lee. You. And uh, and we'll see you again soon. Hopefully. See you soon. Thank you. Okay. Well, uh, Brett, what did you think of that uh, that interview with Lee? Look, you know, sometimes people can be sceptical about anything that isn't the standard, and I think Lee is anything but the standard. But um, I really do believe that. Um, she is very passionate. She's very authentic, as I said earlier in the, at the start of the episode. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I learned a lot along the way today. I mean, a, a lot of it comes, you know, I hark back to my naturopathic days mm. uh, when I was a witch doctor. Um, so I, I understand a lot of it. Um, I wonder how difficult it is for people to be able to live that lifestyle. Um, concerns me a little bit because sometimes I think uh, not so much what Lee's saying but the the far the uh, what's the word for it the really serious health gurus take it too far um, in that direction and I'm not sure that people and I think people try it and they find it hard so they give it up yeah well uh, yes that that's true for those who are you know who those mentors who are extreme but in in her case she actually mentioned that she's a flexitarian so mm. in in some ways she understands 
the, the, the pressures and, and exigencies of, of, uh, of life that people um, go through. Mm. So she builds, um, she builds a, uh, a model around what they can cope with. Mm. Um, but, but, you know, I mean, she, she definitely, she definitely um, uh, was clear about that, which yeah. is good. And, and I think you know, for anybody out there that, that is a bit unwell or lost or want, want to change their lifestyle... She would be a, a valuable person. Oh, absolutely! And what our listeners can't or couldn't see is what we saw across the table. I mean, she she's a she's a she's a model representation of what of her philosophy. She's mm. she oozes um, mm. calmness, goodness, health, um, and and you know that doesn't come about if you're a, if you're a sham or no, if you're no you without know. a doubt. And and from a business point of view, she's exceptionally sex, successful. Successful. I mean. Such a multifaceted online business, incredible output, um, and and great reach. Well, uh, how she does all of the social media, she does. I've got no idea. I know, incredible. Because I've got my personal little Instagram account that I I put maybe one post up once a week if I'm lucky, and I think I'm overdoing it. So mm. I don't know how she does that, and maybe that's another episode that we'll get into. We'll get a a specialist in here and Instagram. Facebook and you know all the things social media. Um, maybe it'll be Lee because she seems to know what she's doing out there in that world. Absolutely, well. absolutely, we'll do that. So for those of you out there listening to this podcast, uh, you will be able to download on our website floatyourboat.com.au, uh, and you'll be able to pick up notes on uh, today's interview. And once again, I'll just uh, relate the website. Go to www.supercharged food.com to get get to know Lee Holmes a little bit better. Well, George, that's it for the week. That's it from me. We're getting close to Christmas, although this is probably going to come out after Christmas. But for us, it's Christmas here in Australia. and um, Looking forward to not healing my gut. Well, if anybody knows Aussies, we pretty well knock off at the start of December. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing we're here. (laughs) Are we here? No, we're not. We've outsourced George and Brett. This isn't George and Brett. This is an outsourced version that we got from India. (laughs) I am liking it. (laughs) Okay, George, on that note, it's time to go. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Have a good week. 